Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup. Um, a little update. I feel that it's been a great week for me, and I think I've been making a lot of progress this summer, and I truly have been taking strides to some self-discovery. Um, also, if you happen to hear fireworks or people talking, it is the 4th of July today, so I am at um, my lake house with family so and I had to sneak away to record this so there is other people here or there are other people here and um so if you hear any talking um I apologize um my lake house is very very small and so there's not many places to record this but I want to make sure I was still consistent and it came out on Sunday like I mentioned last podcast and so here we are so that being said the international day that it is today, it's Independence Day. It is the 4th of July, obviously, for Americans. Um, so, happy 4th of July. I hope you're all celebrating and having a good long weekend if you have that and um, get to do something fun with family and friends and or honor our country and really kick off summer. Um, I going back to what I was mentioning earlier about self-discovery, I have been really proud of kind of the changes I've made this summer into my mindset and the um, way I go after what I'm feeling. Whoa, my microphone just almost fell. And the way that I'm feeling, like I really can't just like sit back and watch myself be miserable. It might be hard to get up off my feet and do things about it and like really try to make progress, but like I need to. And I'm really proud that I have been able to do that. And I have been able to reach out to new therapists, work on my mental health, reach out to doctors and kind of get that in order. And that sounds so drastic. I don't mean like, I'm not like meeting with doctors all the time, but just like, I don't know, I'm just keeping people in the loop and I'm, I'm doing some self-discovery and I'm growing this summer and I'm working on a lot of things and it's a really nice feeling and it's refreshing. Um, that being said, a positive thing that happened today was just being at the lake and I'm with my family and it's been, although it's been kind of awful weather this weekend for 4th of July, it's been actually rainy all weekend. Um, but we've been doing the best with what we have and, um, I'm going to see a friend tomorrow, which is gonna be really fun. And it's been nice to at least be at the lake with my family and be here and just hang out together, even though it's not like perfectly sunny, it's still nice to get away after the long work week. And I started my camp counseling job. And so I am so tired. My sleep schedule is so out of whack. And like last week, so like before last week, before my camp job started, I probably woke up at like eight every day because it was summer and I didn't really have to do anything. But I also am the type of person that likes to be productive and get myself out of bed and like start my day. And so I was probably waking up at like 8 or 8.30 and then on weekends maybe like 9.30-ish. And so when camp started, first of all, Monday was the first day. I woke up at 3 o'clock and never went back to sleep. So I was so tired all throughout the day, but not as tired as you would think. I was actually doing pretty good. And the next day, I have to be at work at 7.30 and it was 7.29 and my mom came in my room and was like, do you have to go to work? And I was like, oh my gosh. And I looked, I looked at my phone and I saw like the, like the snooze button and like that my alarm was going off, but I physically just couldn't hear. So I must've been in such a deep sleep from not getting any sleep the night before. And I, so like campers start to get to their, 
the camp at 7.45 and I managed to wake up at 7.29 and get there at 7.43. So although I was like late, I made it before the campers and I honestly felt like I was in the military and I was on super speed. I felt like a superhuman. And then um, I was actually, I was actually super alert that day. I was really nervous that I feel like sometimes when I wake up in the middle of like a sleep cycle or like if I wake up abruptly or if I oversleep or if I like something stressful happens, then I'll just be groggy. But I was actually handling the day pretty well. Then the next day on Wednesday, um, again, I woke up at, I think, a pretty early time. I want to say four that time or 450. It was either, it was one of those, all the days have been blending together. And then, and I was pretty tired that day. And then Thursday was a similar situation, like a five o'clock area. And then Friday was the last, was the last day of camp that, um, for the week, have it again next week and for the next, for the whole summer. But, um, on Friday, I finally woke up at like 6.30 and it was, I felt super tired all of Friday and even though that was like the the amount of sleep I was supposed to get and that was like when I was supposed to wake up but I think that everything was just catching up to me from the entire week and so I was so groggy Friday and now I think I've been getting in this pattern of waking up early so on Saturday I woke up at seven and then today Sunday I woke up at seven so I really hope tomorrow I can sleep in um and honestly, I do. I would rather wake up early than late because I don't like oversleeping. But I think between eight and nine is a good balance for waking up on the weekend. Um, it's like perfect time to sleep in, but not oversleep. And that's that's just my opinion for myself personally. But anyway, um, speaking of like sleep, mental health, and all that, today I'm going to be talking about social media and kind of just the effect it's had on me in the past month. And I'm actually really excited to. Um, record this episode because it's been something I've been thinking about for a really long time and I haven't really known how to go about it and I haven't really known um, exactly what I should do. But I kind of just want to share my journey with social media in the past couple months because I feel like it's been more prominent in my life now than it ever has been and I kind of want to dive into that and um, hopefully maybe give some insight to anyone else who's struggling with social media or maybe just open the eyes to people who aren't struggling with social media, but that it can be a struggle to other people. Um, so let's get started, shall we? All right. So I always, I've never really struggled with social media. And I think pretty much my entire life, I've been in a really healthy spot with social media and I've never been in a spot where I felt like I needed to delete it. And I feel like often in high school, I saw people that would delete social media or certain apps and I never really quite understood and I never quite understood the toxicity of it and the harmfulness of it until recently. And so first off, I kind of want to go through the social media apps that I have and what they each mean to me. So starting off with Instagram, um, that's obviously something just to post pictures and kind of look through. It's something I definitely used to be more on in high school and care more about. I think now I'll go on like once or twice a day to like in my actual feed. But 
truly, if I'm really on Instagram for a long amount of time, it's in like that, um, I don't want to say for you page because that's TikTok, but whatever that page is where you can search things and like just look at random videos and stuff. Like that's where I spend the majority of my time if I'm on Instagram. So yeah, that's kind of what Instagram is for me. And then for Snapchat, that's a way for me to, um, oh, and also Instagram is a way for me to post my own pictures. I don't, I don't post too, too often. Sometimes I post like at times of the year more than others, but, um, I'm not usually posting too, too often. Um, but Snapchat, it's more of a communication app and to communicate with people, um, post in my story for sure. And like, all that jazz, but mainly to talk with other people and maybe talk with people that um, I wouldn't have otherwise. Like, I wouldn't just text. So, I do think it's good in that way. And also, I feel like it's a good icebreaker that I have with people. Like, moving to college, it was always like, what's your snap? Or meeting new people, it's always what's your snap. And so, um, that's definitely more of a communication outlet. Facebook is another app that I have. And it... Um, I, the only thing I really do on there is look at Facebook videos. They are so addicting and I'm going to get into that a little later, but Facebook is like my, my TikTok. And I know I'm like such an old lady for saying that, but I get so hung up on Facebook videos and that's what I, how I spend the most of my time. I honestly, if you were to look at the breakdown of all my apps, I'm like 80% sure that Facebook would be my most used social media app, but it's like, that's so sad for a 20 year old girl. But I honestly think that that's my most used app. Also, I'm so sorry. Fireworks are really picking up outside. Um, and then lastly, I have TikTok. I very rarely go on it, like probably once or twice a week. And it's when I'm like on my phone and I'm just fidgeting and I don't really have anything else to do. And so I'll, I'll go to TikTok if I'm, or I'm like, I'm on the toilet or something and I just want something to entertain me. Um, but it's quick. However, I do see the addictiveness of it. Um, so now I kind of want to go through the toxicity of each app in my own life. This is just for me and it's uh, other people have problems with different apps. Some people might have similar problems to me. Some people might have none of these same problems and every app might be wicked healthy for them. So this is just me. So for Instagram and Snap, I'm going to kind of group them together. This the toxicity for me in this in these two apps are definitely the FOMO and the comparing and seeing people hang out or seeing how great people's lives are or seeing, I don't know, how people's styles are or bodies are that I wish I could have. And so that's where the comparing and that type of stuff comes in and definitely like me feeling like I'm not social enough or whatever the situation might be. But that's kind of the toxicity for me on snap and instagram and that's what they're meant for like i know that that's that's how it works and i myself post on my story and on my instagram and so i totally get it and so it's something that i'm aware of and i know it's natural to have like to compare myself or to have fomo or to get jealous of how people seem to be living their lives but um it's also hard sometimes. And then for Facebook, that's more of the addictive nature. And I think a lot of people have the struggle with TikTok and being on TikTok for hours and hours and hours. And honestly, if I'm on Facebook for a long period of time, it's probably like half hour max. And it's usually like right before bed. It's not really when I'm just bored and looking for something to do. It's when I'm trying to like wind down at the end of the night. And honestly, it's not good that like I'm on Facebook 
for like right before I go to bed, I should be doing something like reading or just straight up going to sleep or working on breathing or something. Um, but I, I get the toxicity and like the addictive nature of TikTok and Facebook videos because of my relationship with Facebook, because it's just these quick videos that can entertain us and then immediately go into the next one. And that's what TikTok is too. And I don't actually don't know why I don't vibe so much with TikTok. Um, because when I'm on it, it's not like I'm like, oh, this sucks, but I just never really have the desire to go back to it. It's kind of like my last resort app. Um, but Facebook is definitely a daily, a daily occurrence for me. So like I said, I think social media affects my mental health big time. And sometimes it's very positively affecting my mental health. Like I think that, and I'm going to get into this a little later at the end of this podcast. Um, but there are positives to social media and they're a great way to stay connected to people and to motivate yourself rather than comparing, but to motivate yourself or whatever it might be. And like, it is an entertainment thing, but I think sometimes the entertainment gets too much for myself personally. Like, um, for instance, if I'm watching TV, I'm also on my phone. And I think it's honestly just my brain needs to be stimulated at all times. And like, I need to be fidgeting on something. I need to be constantly doing something or watching something or I don't know, like scrolling through something, even if I'm not like completely like bored, like I'll full on be watching a movie, but I won't really be watching a movie because I'm scrolling through my phone. I think this is a normal thing for a lot of people. It's something I wish that I didn't do like I'm trying to get in the habit more of bringing like a fidget toy to watch a movie or watch a tv show rather than be on my phone and or bring like slime or putty or something just else something else I do with my hands that will keep me busy that's not necessarily another electronic and social media and my phone in general because I think that I was listening to a podcast it was Emma Chamberlain's podcast about social media and her relationship with it and she made a point to say that like even though the entertainment, she was kind of talking about the same thing and she was saying that entertainment isn't enough sometimes. And I think that's really true. And sometimes we just need more entertainment and that's where social media comes in on like these off, like the times when we're just watching TV or like watching a movie or something, like it's always comes into play. And I think that that, that addictiveness of Facebook and scrolling through Instagram. I don't, what is that page called? I need to, I'm, I feel so lame right now. What is like that page, that search page called on Instagram? But you know what I mean? Like that, that page, it's like, it can be so addictive and it can be so like first nature to just take out your phone and start doing it. And for me, I kind of for the past couple months, I've been wanting that to change. And I've been wanting that to not be my first nature. And I wish it almost wasn't an option. And going back to Snapchat and Instagram, it was really hard for me to compare myself to other people on the app. And no one was deliberately doing anything. And it wasn't anyone specific. It was just kind of the content of Instagram and Snapchat. And it was hard to, some when you're already in a in a pretty low self-esteem place as I was, um, it was hard to add to that with social media and comparing myself to those people. So it was definitely getting worse and worse and worse. And for the first time, I think I contemplated 
whether I should have social media anymore and should this be a thing that's prominent in my life and should I like can I handle this and for the past couple weeks I've truly considered should I just delete social media and I kind of go back and forth because one part of me thinks yeah I should just delete it if this is causing negativity in my life I should just delete it and be done with it but then the other half of me says well, if this is going to be something that I struggle with, but social media is only becoming more and more relevant, should I learn just to deal with it rather than delete it altogether? You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times people do some social media cleanses um, and it's so positive. I think all the time, actually, people do social media cleanses and it's so positive. But I think I had this or I've, it's, it hasn't gone away. It's still relevant. I've been having this back and forth internal conflict with myself because I'm like, do I want to delete it and get better that way and forget about it and become independent and not rely on social media? Not that I think I rely on social media, but like not have it in my life and not have it be first nature to go on it. Or should I um, learn to cope with it and learn to have a healthy relationship with it if it's this much of an issue in my life right now. So I've definitely, I've definitely been going back and forth. And I think for me, if I choose to make this, um, this step, it's definitely going to be a gradual thing because I, although Instagram and Snapchat are the two, because honestly, sometimes being on Facebook videos, that's like my happy time. And I don't always, like, I think there's a common misconception that all social media is bad. And like anytime on social media is bad, but like, no, that's like a good time to decompress. And that's a good time to have to yourself and get connected with the world and let your mind run aimlessly through stupid videos and let yourself be happy that way. Um, so I think if I were to delete something, it wouldn't be Facebook or TikTok because that all, that doesn't, really provide it's not really providing negativity in my life yes I can sometimes be on it for longer than I'd like to admit but it's not really adding any negativity in my life it's really just adding some entertainment and honestly a time to relax and take a break so when I think about deleting social media it's definitely more snapchat and instagram and for me I think snapchat is the ultimate goal because I um, I also I, whoa. <laughs> I honestly would just like to have a little experiment with myself and see how I would do if I deleted Snapchat. And I think sometimes I feel super empowered. And on days when I do feel super empowered, independent, and confident, I'm like, oh, I don't need it at all. I'd want to delete it. And whether it's for a week, a month, for longer than that, I can do it. And then sometimes when I fall into this FOMO and this insecure spot in my life or whatever insecure day that I'm having, it's it's a little harder to grasp the thought of deleting Snapchat because then I'm like, but that's how I communicate with some people that I strictly communicate with them on Snapchat. And I'm in some Snapchat group chats. How would I know what's going on if, if I delete Snapchat? And how will I know, how will I keep up with what's going on socially? And how will I communicate with people that I wouldn't just text otherwise and even though I don't care about streaks like I literally I don't send out streaks I just if when I go to bed and then I wake up I snapchat the people that I didn't respond to the night before and but then and I literally know I don't care about streaks like if I were to lose a streak all my streaks today I wouldn't care but I think the thought of me deleting snapchat and then being like oh well those relationships that I have with people through streaks and through like daily snapping 
would just be done. And I don't want to just like fall off the face of the earth without an explanation. And then part of me is like, well, I could just like post on my story. I'm taking a break from Snapchat, but then I don't know if that's quite my grind. And I see a lot of people do that, which is great. And I, and it's awesome that like they're letting everyone know like where they're going and if they need to them, if they need to reach out to like text them or, or whatever. But I think for me, that's, that part of the experiment would be doing it blindly, you know, and like not caring what's going on on Snapchat without me and kind of seeing what comes of it naturally and what comes of it organically and keeping those relationships, the ones that matter over text and um, in person and stuff and having like testing that. Like, I think that's part of the experiment to not broadcast it for me personally. And so I think, but I think that's like the hardest part for me is because I'm like, I don't want to fall off the face of the earth. But also, I don't know if I want to keep having Snapchat. I think it would be cool to try deleting it. And it's definitely something I need to explore more. And same with Instagram, it's that's more of like posting on feed and getting FOMO and stuff. Um, and it is something I need to explore a little bit more and I was talking to a friend about it and just kind of proposing this idea and she was just like it doesn't need to be any rules you don't need to like it doesn't need to be like something that you're testing yourself it can be deleting it for a couple days and seeing how you're doing and I was actually talking to my therapist about this too and she saw both sides of what I was feeling whether I should delete it and delete the negativity from my life or learn to deal with it and have a healthier relationship with it so I think I still am figuring it out and going back and forth with how I want to have a relationship with social media, whether it's not having one or having a healthy one. And I do think at some point soon, when I'm in my most secure place, I will delete um, like Snapchat or Instagram or both just to see how I am doing. But I think I'm still working toward that goal. I think for a while also I put off this podcast because I wanted to like announce on this podcast that I'm deleting my social media and then like check in weeks after and, and show how I'm doing. But then I wasn't ready for that. And I don't think I'm quite ready for that, but I think I could be really soon. And I know it sounds so stupid because again, I'm not like a social media, like savvy person. Like I'm not always on social media. I go on sometimes to like fidget and I go on sometimes to just like check up on people and Snapchat people, but like it's not something that's super prominent in my life. So I don't know why it's such a big struggle for me to get a, to grasp and to think about deleting because it shouldn't be a big deal, but it is. And I think that I just need to work on myself more and gain a little bit more confidence. And then when I'm ready, I can delete it. But then if I end up having that healthy relationship with social media in a little bit, then maybe I don't need to. And I'll have learned and grown in that aspect so I think it's a self-discovery thing that and a growth thing that I'm still learning and navigating but I'm glad that I'm open to both ideas and I think for a while I was trying to convince myself that there was a right and a wrong but I think now I'm like you know what if I learn to have a healthy relationship with social media great but also if I Think that it's adding more negativity to my life and I should try a little experiment and delete it and that's also great too and I'm glad that that's something that I am able to consider okay and now I do want to talk about the positives of social media because I think as Gen Z millennials were looked down upon for being into social media and and um 
being so into it, but honestly, sometimes I think it's the older generations that are equally as into social media, but they're just into different social media, like Facebook and stuff and LinkedIn. <laughs> um, but there are a lot of positives to social media that have also positively affected my life. I know I mentioned a couple of them in the beginning of this podcast, but for instance, meeting people. And when you start somewhere new, whether it's like at a new job or college or um, whatever it might be, or you're just like meeting new people, Snapchat is a great way to start that connection. Or even if you're dating for the first time, if you're like meeting someone to date for the first time, I think that Snapchat, although it's like kind of cliche and it's like, oh, dang, I don't want to like have a Snapchat like relationship. It's not like Snapchat relationship, but like, I think that's an appropriate casual way to like start to get to know someone and it's I don't know I think it's a good way to stay connected with people that you wouldn't otherwise I know I snapchat some people um that I went to high school with that I probably wouldn't text or really check up on or see if I didn't have snapchat or I didn't snapchat them frequently so I do like that um it gives you the opportunity to talk with people that you might not otherwise and just be goofy on there with people and um also look at people's stories I think on the flip side like first of all yes I do get FOMO and yes I do sometimes compare myself on Snapchat to other people's Snapchat stories but like at the same time it's really cool to see what other people are doing and it's really cool to see the experiences that other people are having and to know that your friends are having fun or to know that people you don't really know are having fun or people you went to high school with are still doing well like whatever it might be it's cool to see that i think all that same stuff goes for instagram too it's a great way to like see people's aesthetics and people see what people are passionate about and what they like to do for fun and also just like check up on celebrities and stuff like I think that's super cool and with TikTok although like I said it's not my first choice for social media it's a way for people to be creative and all their and although there are negative aspects to it I feel like it is there are a lot of positives to TikTok too and people are allowed to be creative and allowed to make content that they feel passionate about and it's everything on TikTok is so different like when I am on it there's dance videos, there's comedy videos, there's how-to videos, there's food videos, there's travel videos. Like, there's so many types of videos and people can kind of put their own little flair to their TikTok videos. And for watchers, we're able to watch what we want, which is cool. And for Facebook, for me, you know I love the Facebook videos. So although it can be addictive, it's my happy time. And also, like I mentioned earlier, don't be ashamed for liking social media and for being on social media because that's a big part of life in 2021 and there's if it's not causing any harm in your life then you don't need to really be concerned about it because you are happy with it and you like continue to post with your friends and enjoy posting with your friends and post when you feel proud about something or post that really cute selfie or really cute picture of you or post that picture of you and your family or your dog or the meal you had at that night or whatever it might be because you are you should feel empowered for the life that you're living and if you want choose to put that out on social media you have every right to and you should feel empowered and confident to do that and I think seeing that sometimes makes me feel motivated so sometimes I can be like oh I'm not living the life that like these people are living such cooler life than me but also I'm like no like that's so cool like I want to do that someday I want to like 
I want to make that meal tomorrow or, oh, me and my friends should go to that or I should travel here next, like whatever it might be. I think social media can be a really motivating thing also. When it gets too comparative, then it's an issue. But if it's a positive way to motivate you, then that's awesome. And so I think social media, there's no one size fits all and everybody has a different relationship with social media. And I think it's it's just, it's constantly changing. And in high school, I never thought that I would kind of have this possible negative relationship with any social media, but also talking about it now, it's really great to talk about because I, the more I talk about it, the more I know it's going to be okay. And it's just social media. It doesn't matter and it doesn't need to affect everyone that much. It's fun and it should be harmless. It's not sometimes, but it's, we're allowed to feel every type of feeling about social media and it's different for everyone. So, and it's going to constantly come and go. So hopefully pretty soon I'm going to feel totally great about social media and I'm not going to be as insecure about it. And so I'm excited for that too. So yeah. So remember, this was just my personal relationship with social media and I am always my relationship with social media is always changing and sometimes I'm super confident and sometimes I'm not and that's part of life and that's part of growing and I can't wait to see where it goes and I thank you all for listening to this podcast and I encourage you to email the podcast at okayyetpodcast at gmail.com Um, I hope you have a fantastic 4th of July weekend, or if you're listening to this later, hope you have a fantastic day. (laughs) And um, tune in every Sunday for a new episode, and join me next time on OK Up. Mm